This is 10 Minutes with Colin. <laughs> so today is an interesting one because I want to talk about the difference between genuine repairs, so fixed it, it is done, yeah. versus bodge repairs, which is that might hold. Mm. And the reason I want to go into this is we've had sort of a couple of different scenarios. This has been, this has been a big one this week in yeah, the we've office. Had, it has. Well, no, not actually in the office. This is personal stuff, oh, um, oh. interestingly enough. So my brother-in-law has just had his uh, property in the ranches passed back to him from a long-term tenant for uh, who he's had for the last four years. Wow. And I walked around it yesterday with him, and it was a fascinating view of what happens when you rent out a property. And um, the standard items, all of the normal stuff, the ACs and that kind of thing, has been really well looked after because he has an essential maintenance contract. (laughs) That's absolutely fine. But it was fascinating looking around the place and looking at all the things over the last four years have really kind of gone downhill in a bad way and so so what, what kind of things were you looking at where's well, the list we were we were looking um first of all it's things like flooring mm. so they've got a whole room now that's blown it wasn't one tile that had lifted it was 30 i think they have wow. and i've had exactly that same issue with the place that i moved into now this doesn't happen overnight what you see is you're well even when you're walking over a, a tiled surface you see one tile that sounds different and you're like yeah. Hmm, well, that one's raised. Now, the logical scenario at this point is to go, right, I've got one tile that's raised. If I deal with that one tile, then hopefully, or keep on top of it, hopefully this won't become a bigger problem. What he's got now is this big L shape around one of his bedrooms where it's literally blown. And you can see what's happened, which is the sun has come through the window in this particular area, and he was none the wiser. Ah. Now, as we speak right now, he is trying to head off to Rack Ceramics, and we've we've spent a a morning... uh, of a combined team of both my purchasing team and also uh, we put it onto the Arabian Ranches community Facebook group, which I run as well, and um, to see whether or not there was a solution. And the solution that everybody is coming up with is you can get something similar, but not exact. Mm. Well, if you imagine if you're renting a property and it it doesn't have any of the beds in or anything like that, you're just looking at a floor. Well, that's going to show up like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to rent that place. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be really difficult. So, and also, he's got a job to do now because it is so much that needs to be done in one hit that it's not as though he could just kind of lift that one tile and away he goes. He's got a large area that he needs to get sorted. So, this is a massive problem for him to do. And the decision is if he can get something that's really close, is it going to be good enough? Yeah. And secondly, if not, then he's got to rip up the whole bedroom, which then becomes something massive or a floating floor of some description. So uh, he's literally gone, as we speak right now, over to uh, one of the rack ceramic suppliers to see whether or not we can get this tile. But it's a 30 by 30, which is really odd. And then also there are other sizes that are 33 by 33 used in the ranches. Well, that's not a standard (laughs) size. So you end up either having to cut down every tile from a 40 by 40, which is horrible. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, or alternatively, you're going to have to do the whole lot. So he's got that to try and work out at the moment. But what could have been a little problem turned into something much bigger. Mm. Another one, the worktops downstairs. When just these, before, are, these are on top of the counters by the sink yes, and all exactly. that. Yes, yeah, exactly. So in the kitchen, the kitchen worktops. So he bought a, a solid, well, actually it wasn't solid wood. It was a veneered wood. It was an Ikea um, okay. update that he did about decent a year stuff. before he moved. Yeah, it is. It's decent stuff. 
Now, what happened there was, it was quite clear that the where the draining board had been, they didn't put anything underneath. Oh. And they didn't mention the fact that the water going onto this, even though it had been sealed, had basically started to peel up the veneer. Oh. A long, long time ago. Yes. When we got there, all of the veneer has bent upwards, and it's solid black. Oh, no, so it's all mauled. Oh, it's gone. It's absolutely and utterly dead. So the problem that we've got is, because this is now, what, I guess five, six years old, and he's also, he sealed it at the start, uh, the, the wood is a much darker colour than anything that he'd be able to get. He wouldn't be able to blend it in. Nice. So he can't just fix the one strip that's by the, uh, the sink. It's going to be the whole lot that's going to have to go. So, again, if he'd been made aware that he had this problem, and, oh, yeah, when water goes on it, um, it, it actually is, I can see where the marks are, and that's yeah. where you would have started. He could have sent a resealer in, sent somebody in to be able to reseal mm. it, and that would have been a standard thing. Okay, well, I now know that every six months every year this needs to be resealed and away he would have gone and instead now he's got a real problem on his hands to work out how to sort that out so what's he going to have to do replace the entire countertop probably yeah, yeah. now there's an interesting discussion that's happening um with um ikea right now because they have a limited 25 year warranty on all of their worktops uh-huh and one half of the Ikea outfit is saying, yeah, covered by warranty, don't worry about it. Pick out your new um, uh, pick out your new worktop. And then the inspector came around yesterday and said, hmm, not so sure about that because we cover for uh, colour damage, yeah. uh, so whether it fades. But I'm not sure it covers all of this. So he's waiting with bated breath to find out whether or not he's got a bill for 4,000 dirhams to be able to replace it. with, And it would be with something standard because obviously it's a rental now. Yeah. So it would then be your two options are either to go back to wood or melamine because anything marble-based or yeah, granite-based yeah. is way too expensive for a rental. But both of those have the same property uh, issues. So again, we've got either a wooden, a new wood, which yeah. a tenant, can they be trusted? to seal it as is required? No. Probably not. No, they're not going to do it. You'd have to send someone in yourself as the property owner every year and say, okay, look, on this day, we're going to have the, the guys come in or the gals come in and they're going to reseal us. Yeah, and it would need to be treated properly in the in the first instance and have the understanding from uh, a tenant that you need to keep on top of this yeah. because this requires this regular regular work. If you have a decent tenant, you could it could work. Yeah, but the current the tenants that he had were decent as oh, well. Okay. They were decent people. It's just yeah. they were busy with life, right? You know? Yeah, and, and stuff gets in the way, and all the rest of it. To do I'm sure it. my landlord's going to be saying the same thing someday. You know, it's 20 yeah. years on, and he's going to go, "What the heck's happened in this place?" It was kind of on the whole. It, 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 you know, I walked around the place, and I thought, you know what, F- fair, understandable usage on the whole. There were a few yeah. things that were a bit odd, but we'll talk about that some more. But the the worktops is a really difficult one. So the other option is melamine. Well, melamine right. is cheaper, but then the issue is you put a hot pan on it, and that's you're the done. end of it. You're done. It's burned. Yeah. It pulls it up. Water gets it. Yeah. Exactly. So you're, you're between a rock and a hard place there because, you know, for that kind of area that they're talking about, it's probably eight to nine thousand to get a Whoa. a really good solid That's a lot um, of money. composite. That's a lot of there. money. It is a huge amount of money. Yeah. yeah. So they've got that to be able to deal with. Um, the, the garden was a classic. So the garden, <laughs> clearly then they weren't garden people, but they had a gardener in and the gardener did. So hold on a second. So let, let's just recap. First of all, they didn't do the, the necessary maintenance on yes. the tile work. Yeah, and absolutely. now who knows what's going to happen. Yep. Didn't do the necessary work on the the, the kitchen counter. Yep. Now look where that's going to happen. And now we're moving out into the garden. Yes. So did, did they have a gardener? Yes, they had a gardener, but the gardener clearly had no direction. Oh. Because all the plants were 12 foot high, yeah. admittedly vertical. So uh-huh. he, he, he cut the bits that he could 
easily get to, but just let the whole thing go ballistic. Ah. So that's fair enough, you know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. unfortunately, the gardener turned up while we were there. So <laughs> he, he was given very short shrift on this is what you should have done. And we expect this done before you finish at the end of the month, please. So we'll see how he gets on there. But the really dodgy one was the garden electrics. Oh no, this, you know, we've, we've talked about this before. Oh man, literally I looked at it and I'm like, this is, this is just lethal. Do you think they did it themselves? Is that, they, you know? To be, to be fair again, yeah, well, no, the gardener definitely did some of it without a doubt. He, he knew a little bit too much. Um, <laughs> so there were things like, um, there was an internal plug socket on the back wall. Right. It was attached to the irrigation power supply um, and is there just wires running out the back of it? Yeah, yeah. Three, oh, oh. three red wires, single strand <laughs> red wires, going to an internal socket with no grommet even on the bottom, so just a hole in the bottom of the socket. And I'm like, well, why? You know, there's, there was a there's, there is a plug socket that it's not a big garden. There's a yeah. plug socket that is attached to the house that you would use for any external power needs. Yeah. I've got no clue why it's there. So they had that. All the lighting, which before they moved out, I didn't like anyway but that is all just hanging off the walls now oh, um, no. there are switches we talked previously about chinese switches yeah. which is anything that has like a flexible originally a flexible plastic clear cover that turns out yellow after yeah. six months well that was hanging off the wall and all of its exposed wire right. and then the the um the gardener tells oh yes and the irrigation hasn't worked for the last three months and we're like it's obvious why. I mean, come on, it's an absolute state. But again, it was just, yeah, the gardener says he can fix it, so off he goes and he bodges it. Well, you've got children, yeah, you know, and you've got animals. yeah, And the dangers of doing that are just massive. You know, 240 volts can do huge damage to people and they don't, people don't think that way. Here. And it's and it's it's nice because we get that nice sheen, right? With our, you know, sprinklers and whatever they're doing. And it's that nice little covering, a little bit of exposed wire and electricity travels. Yeah, it does. It conducts, water yeah. conducts electricity. Yeah. Oh. And and it's it, for me that's one thing that is just almost un- unforgivable. We had a an instant. Uh, this is now oh just at the start of um, when I was meeting with Natalie early courting day. So this is two thousand eight. We just set up Jim will fix it back in the day, and um, I walked for the second time I guess into her uh, my now in laws um, back garden and our dog Bailey was with us at the time and um, father in laws oh let him off let him off I don't mind. So we let Bailey off and immediately he made his way. He was ferreting around um, looking for various bits and bobs. And I looked down and the garden lights were on and there was every connection had just been stranded together with tape and some of it was coming off. And I could see Bailey going towards one of these connections. And I let out this horrific scream of get the lights off now and like, what's wrong what's wrong as i dive for the switch to turn it off as he just gave it a good sniff on the empty wires like oh, no. two seconds after i just turned this light switch off and you know it was one of those moments so that one of my earliest freebie jobs was to fix all of his garden electrics from, from some muppet who had just literally taped all the connections which was just lethal oh, but man. again there's some of those in in my brother-in-law's garden as well so you have that. That is like the traditional bodge. Now, the, the other side of that is um, a, another type of bodge, which is substandard parts going into properties. Which is huge, huge. Yeah. Well, we're dealing with that now on the property that we've moved into, which on first inspection was, on the whole, it seemed quite decent. 
But yeah. we have failures on like a daily basis at the moment. We've had lock failures, where, which is constant, where you, you literally, you open one of the locks and it sticks there. Oh, no. It doesn't matter how much WD-40, or in my case, um, uh, spray graphite, uh, that you yeah. put in there, it will not free off. And then you look, and I know that the original brand there is Devon. And you look, and then you go and see your Chinese symbols, and you're like, oh, you're kidding, not again. And basically, it's that over time, either the spring is broken because it's um, some really thin Chinese spring or whatever. Yeah. And at the time, you get given two options. You've got the genuine uh, original replacement. Let's say that that is 400 dirhams. Or, madam, I've got this Chinese one, which is 120 what are you going to do? Of course, you're renting the property. It's like, yeah, I'll take the 120. Yeah, instead of talking to a landlord to say, you know what, do you want to do this job again in six months' time or do you not? Yeah. And that's the problem. And the landlord will still say, no, go for the Chinese one. <laughs> and they'll be paying two, <laughs> three, weird. four times over. Whereas the Devon one that was taken out originally had already done 10 years before it was taken see, out. See. Okay. Yeah. And what actually, so it's this false economy that really right. gets on, gets my goat. For, you know, and, and let's say it's 150 dirhams to put in the Chinese part. That's 150 dirhams for the part. Yep. Plus I got to call in the guy. Exactly. It's going to cost, that's going to cost me another hundred dirhams on the yep. call in. Plus he's going to do the job. I, it might cost me another 200 dirhams. Next thing you know, I've already paid the same price. Exactly. <laughs> so this is where my, my frustration really comes from because it is, um, it, we will only work one way. As a company, we will fix it. It, it is a requirement um, for me that any parts that we use are either original quality or better, or it has to come to me for approval. Mm. And normally that means a delivery to my place with OEM plus the uh, replacement part and I'll make a judgment call on it because if we're putting a 12 month warranty behind it what I actually want is a minimum five years for that part so mm. I know and it's pure business I do not want something failing yeah. within that 12 month period because I'm replacing that free of charge well conversely I want to be good value so if I'm not able yeah. to demonstrate and be confident that I've got five years worth of wear for our customers then really why are we fitting <laughs> that that's not acceptable if you wouldn't fit it in your own house exactly. why are you going to fit it in someone else's yeah. and that is the standard um, mantra that we have have it, we will fix it. And our guys know if there is a part that I find in our warehouse that I do not approve of, everything goes ballistic. And it, um, you know, bad old, bad old claim from back in my twenties when I was, I used to be a little, little less relaxed than I am now. Really? We'll, we'll come out, oh God, you won't believe it. But um, we'll come back out. And, and it's simply because that is what we set up to be. We've set up to be the, the maintenance company that people can trust and we will stand by the products that we fit and I think we're the only people these days that offer our own warranty. We don't get warranty on parts. It's not as though yeah. we pass it off to a supplier. It doesn't happen. So in which case, what we fit has to be good. Mm. And you know what that's called? 10 Minutes with Colin! Right, so, <laughs> so today it's an interesting one because I want to talk about the difference between genuine repairs, so fixed it, it is done, yeah. versus bodge repairs, which is, that might hold. Mm. And the reason I want to go into this is we've had sort of a couple of different scenarios. This has been, this has been a big one this week in yeah, the we've office. Had, it has, well, no, not actually in the office. This is personal stuff, oh, um, oh. interestingly enough. So my brother-in-law has just had his uh, property in the ranches passed back to him from a long-term tenant for uh, who he's had for the last four years. Wow. And I walked around it yesterday with him, and it was a fascinating view of what happens when you rent out a property. And um, the standard items, all of the normal stuff, the ACs and that kind of thing, has been really well looked after because he has an essential maintenance contract. <laughs> That's absolutely fine. But it was fascinating looking around the place and looking at all the things over the last four years have really kind of 
gone downhill in a bad really? way. And so, so what, what kind of things were you looking at? Where's well, the list? We were, we were looking, um, first of all, it's things like flooring. Mm. So they've got a whole room now that's blown. It wasn't one tile that had lifted. It was 30, I think they have. Wow. And I've had exactly that same issue with the place that I moved into. Now, this doesn't happen overnight. What you see is, you're, well, even when you're walking over a, a tiled surface, you see one tile that sounds different. And you're like, yeah. mm, well, that one's raised. Now, the logical scenario at this point is to go, right, I've got one tile that's raised. If I deal with that one tile, then hopefully, or keep on top of it, hopefully this won't become a bigger problem. What he's got now is this big L shape around one of his bedrooms where it's literally blown. And you can see what's happened, which is the sun has come through the window yeah. in this particular area, and he was none the wiser. Ah. Now, as we speak right now, he is trying to head off to Rack Ceramics, and we've, we've spent a, a morning... Uh, of a combined team of both my purchasing team and also uh, we put it onto the Arabian Ranches community Facebook group, which I run as well, and um, to see whether or not there was a solution. And the solution that everybody is coming up with is you can get something similar, but not exact. Mm. Well, if you imagine if you're renting a property and yeah. it doesn't have any of the beds in or anything like that, you're just looking at a floor. Well, that's going to show up like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to rent that place. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be really difficult. So, and also, he's got a job to do now because it is so much that needs to be done in one hit that it's not as though he could just kind of lift that one tile and away he goes. He's got a large area that he needs to get sorted. So this is a massive problem for him to do. And the decision is, if he can get something that's really close, is it going to be good enough? Yeah. And secondly, if not, then he's got to rip up the whole bedroom, which then becomes something massive or a floating floor of some description. So uh, he's literally gone, as we speak right now, over to uh, one of the rack ceramic suppliers to see whether or not we can get this tile. But it's a 30 by 30, which is really odd. And then also there are other sizes that are 33 by 33 used in the ranches. Well, that's not a standard (laughs) size. So you end up either having to cut down every tile from a 40 by 40, which is horrible. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, or alternatively, you're going to have to do the whole lot. So he's got that to try and work out at the moment. But what could have been a little problem turned into something much bigger. Mm. Another one, the worktops downstairs. When just these, before, are, these are on top of the counters by the sink yes, and all exactly. that. Yes, yeah, exactly. Okay. So in the kitchen, the kitchen worktops. So he bought a, a solid, well, actually it wasn't solid wood. It was a veneered wood. It was an Ikea um, okay. update that he did about decent a year stuff. before he moved. Yeah, it is. It's decent stuff. Now, what happened there was, it was quite clear that the where the draining board had been, they didn't put anything underneath. Oh. And they didn't mention the fact that the water going onto this, even though it had been sealed, had basically started to peel up the veneer oh. a long, long time ago. Yes. When we got there, all of the veneer has bent upwards, and it's solid black. Oh, no, so it's all mold. Oh, it's gone. It's absolutely and utterly dead. So the problem that we've got is because this is now, what's I guess, five, six years old, and he's also, he sealed it at the start, uh, the the wood is a much darker colour than anything that he'd be able to get. He wouldn't be able to blend it in. So he can't just fix the one strip that's by the uh, the sink. It's going to be the whole lot that's going to have to go. So... Again, if he'd been made aware that he had this problem, and oh yeah, when water goes on it, um, it, it actually is, I can see where the marks are, and that's yeah. where you would have started. He could have sent a resealer in, sent somebody in to be able to reseal mm-hmm. it, and that would be a standard thing. Okay, well, I now know that every 
six months, every year, this needs to be resealed, and away he would have gone. And instead now, he's got a real problem on his hands to work out how to sort that out. So what's he going to have to do? Replace the entire countertop, probably? Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's an interesting discussion that's happening um, with um, IKEA right now, because they have a limited 25-year warranty on all of their worktops. Uh Uh-huh. And one half of the IKEA outfit is saying, "Yep, yeah, covered by warranty. Don't worry about it. Pick out your new, um, uh, pick out your new worktop." And then the inspector came around yesterday and said, "Hmm, not so sure about that because we cover for uh, color damage, yeah. so whether it fades, but I'm not sure it covers all of this." So he's waiting with bated breath to find out whether or not he's got a bill for four thousand dirhams to be able to replace it with, and it would be with something standard because obviously it's a rental now. Yeah. So it would then be your two options are either to go back to wood or melamine because anything marble based or yeah, granite yeah. based is way too expensive for a rental. But both of those have the same property uh, issues. So again, we've got either a wooden, a new wood, which yeah. a tenant can they be trusted? to seal it as is required? No. Probably not. No, they're not going to do it. You'd have to send someone in yourself as the property owner every year and say, okay, look, on this day, we're going to have the, the guys come in or the gals come in and they're going to reseal us. Yeah, and it would need to be treated properly in the in the first instance and have the understanding from uh, a tenant that you need to keep on top of this yeah. because this requires this regular regular work. If you have a decent tenant, you could it could work. Yeah, but the current the tenants that he had were decent as oh, well. Okay. They were decent people. It's just yeah. they were busy with life, right? You know? Yeah, and, and stuff gets in the way, and all the rest of it. To do I'm sure with. my landlord's going to be saying the same thing someday. You know, it's 20 yeah. years on, and he's going to go, "What the heck's happened in this place?" It was kind of on the whole, it, 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 you know, walk around the place, and I thought, you know what, F- fair, understandable usage on the whole. There are a few yeah. things that are a bit odd, but we'll talk about that some more. But the the worktops is a really difficult one. So the other option is melamine. Well, melamine right. is cheaper, but then the issue is you put a hot pan on it, and that's you're the done. end of it. You're done. It's burned. Yeah. It pulls it up. Water gets it. Yeah. Exactly. So you're, you're between a rock and a hard place there because, you know, for that kind of area that they're talking about, it's probably eight to nine thousand to get a Whoa. a really good solid That's a lot um, of money. composite. That's a lot of there. money. It is a huge amount of money. Yeah. yeah. So they've got that to be able to deal with. Um, the, the garden was a classic. So the garden, <laughs> clearly then they weren't garden people, but they had a gardener in and the gardener did. So hold on a second. So let, let's just recap. First of all, they didn't do the, the necessary maintenance on yes. the tile work. Yeah, and absolutely. now who knows what's going to happen. Yep. Didn't do the necessary work on the the, ca- the kitchen counter. Yep. Now look where that's going to happen. And now we're moving out into the garden. Yes. So did, did they have a gardener? Yes, they had a gardener, but the gardener clearly had no direction. Oh. Because all the plants were 12 foot high. Yeah. Admittedly vertical. So uh-huh. he, he, he cut the bits that he could easily get to but just let the whole thing go ballistic oh. so that's fair enough you know yeah, yeah, so yeah. unfortunately the gardener turned up while we were there so <laughs> he, he was given very short shrift on this is what you should have done and we expect this done before you finish at the end of the month please so we'll see how he gets on there but the really dodgy one was the garden electrics oh no this you know we've, we've talked about this before oh, man. literally i looked at it and i'm like this is this is just lethal do you think they did it themselves is that they, you know so we to be fair, again, yeah, well, no, the gardener definitely did some of it, without a doubt. He, he knew a little bit too much. Um, so there were things like um, there was an internal plug socket on the back wall right. that was attached to the irrigation power supply. Um, and was there just wires running out the back of it? Yeah, yeah. Three, oh, oh. three red wires, single strand <laughs> red wires going to an internal socket with no grommet even on the bottom. So just a hole in the bottom of the socket. And I'm like, well, 
why you know there's there was a there's a, there's a plug socket that it's not a big garden there's a yeah. plug socket that is attached to the house that you would use for any external power needs yeah. I've got no clue why it's there. So they had that. All the lighting, which before they moved out, I didn't like anyway. But that is all just hanging off the walls now. Um, There are switches. We talked previously about Chinese switches, which is anything that has like a flexible, originally a flexible plastic clear cover that turns out yellow after six months. Well, that was hanging off the wall and all of it's exposed wire. And then the the gardener tells, oh yes, and the irrigation hasn't worked for the last three months. And we're like, it's obvious why. I mean, come on, it's an absolute state. But again, it was just, yeah, the gardener says he can fix it, so off he goes and he bodges it. Well, you've got children, yeah, you know, and you've got animals. yeah, And the dangers of doing that are just massive. You know, 240 volts can do huge damage to people and they don't, people don't think that way. Here. And, it's, and it's, it's nice because we get that nice sheen, right, with our, you know, sprinklers and whatever they're doing and that's that nice little covering, a little bit of exposed wire and electricity travels. Yeah, it does. It conducts, water yeah. conducts electricity. Yeah. Oh. And and it's it, for me that's one thing that is just almost un- unforgivable. We had a an instant. Uh, this is now oh just at the start of um, when I was meeting with Natalie early courting day. So this is two thousand eight. We just set up Jim will fix it back in the day, and um, I walked for the second time I guess into her uh, my now in laws um, back garden and our dog Bailey was with us at the time and um, father in laws oh let him off let him off I don't mind. So we let Bailey off and immediately he made his way. He was ferreting around um, looking for various bits and bobs. And I looked down and the garden lights were on and there was every connection had just been stranded together with tape and some of it was coming off. I could see Bailey going towards one of these connections and I let out this horrific scream get the lights off now and like, what's wrong what's wrong as i dive for the switch to turn it off as he just gave it a good sniff on the empty wires like oh, no. two seconds after i just turned this light switch off and you know it was one of those moments so that one of my earliest freebie jobs was to fix all of his garden electrics from, from some muppet who had just literally taped all the connections which was just lethal oh, but man. again there's some of those in in my brother-in-law's garden as well so you have that. That is like the traditional bodge. Now, the, the other side of that is um, a, another type of bodge, which is substandard parts going into properties. Which is huge, huge. Yeah. Well, we're dealing with that now on the property that we've moved into, which on first inspection was, on the whole, it seemed quite decent. But we have failures on like a daily basis at the moment. We've had lock failures, which is constant, where you you literally you open one of the locks and it sticks there. Oh no! It doesn't matter how much WD forty or in my case um, uh, spray graphite uh, that you yeah. put in there, it will not free off. And then you look, and I know that the original brand there is Devon. And you look, and then you go and see your Chinese symbols, and like, oh, you're kidding not again and basically it's the overtime either the spring is broken because it's um, some really thin chinese spring or whatever and at the time you get given two options you've got the genuine uh, original replacement let's say that that is 400 dirhams or madam i've got this chinese one which is 120 what are you going to do of course you're renting the property it's like i'll take the 120 yeah instead of talking to a landlord to say you know what do you want to do this job again in six months time or do you not yeah, and that's the problem. And the landlord will still say, "No, go for the Chinese one." 
and they'll be paying two, <laughs> three, mean. four times over. Whereas the Devon one that was taken out originally had already done 10 years before it was taken see, out. See. Okay. Yeah. And what actually, so it's this false economy that really right. gets on, gets my goat. For, you know, and, and let's say it's 150 dirhams to put in the Chinese part. That's 150 dirhams for the part. Yep. Plus I got to call in the guy. Exactly. It's going to cost, that's going to cost me another hundred dirhams on the yep. call in. Plus he's going to do the job. I, it might cost me another 200 dirhams. Next thing you know, I've already paid the same price. Exactly. <laughs> so this is where my, my frustration really comes from because it is, um, it, we will only work one way. As a company, we will fix it. It, it is a requirement um, for me that any parts that we use are either original quality or better, or it has to come to me for approval. Mm. And normally that means a delivery to my place with OEM plus the original. Uh, replacement part and I'll make a judgment call on it because if we're putting a 12 month warranty behind it what I actually want is a minimum five years for that part so mm. I know and it's pure business I do not want something failing no. within that 12 month period because I'm replacing that free of charge well conversely I want to be good value so if I'm not able yeah. to demonstrate and be confident that I've got five years worth of wear for our customers then really why are we fitting <laughs> that that's not acceptable if you wouldn't fit it in your own house exactly. why are you going to fit it in someone else's yeah. and that is the standard um, mantra that we have it we will fix it and our guys know if there is a part that i find in our warehouse that i do not approve of everything goes ballistic and it, um, you know bad old bad old climb from back in my 20s when i was i used to be a little little less relaxed than i am now really we'll, we'll come out, oh god you won't believe it but um we'll come back out and and it's simply because that is what we set up to be we've set up to be the the maintenance company that people can trust and we will stand by the products that we fit and i think we're the only people these days that offer our own warranty we don't get warranty on parts it's not as though yeah. we pass it off to a supplier it doesn't happen so in which case what we fit has to be good mm. and you know what that's called this is 10 minutes with colin